Welcome to Behind the Lines, coming to you from the socialist Marxist lines of Washington State. It's a crazy liberal petri dish for the rest of the country, folks. Stay up to date with all the great news right here. So, in a not-so-shocking story that came out on February 2nd, the Washington State Auditor is reporting that a December data breach that could have exposed the personal information of 1.6 million Washingtonians who had applied for unemployment benefits in 2020. The breach was a, uh, on a third-party server used by the auditor's office called Excelion, and it may have exposed data from local governments and other state agencies. They say people who filed for unemployment between January 1st and December 10th People whose identities were already stolen in last year's fraud attack, where they lost half a billion dollars, or state government employees may have had their information exposed. Uh, this just this just is in the line of the way the state runs things, isn't it? It's just one thing after the next, one problem after the next, one mismanagement uh, thing after the next. They just cannot seem to get their act together. The auditor said this is uh, completely unacceptable, and she feels very bad for these people, and they're frustrated and committed to doing everything they can to mitigate the harm caused by this crime. Well, you know, the lady that was running unemployment security, um, no nothing, no action was taken against her for that mismanagement, and um all that money that was lost. And in fact, she's been offered a job with the Biden administration. But why uh, Inslee or the state did not take action against her for mismanagement of a company, if if any CEO lost that amount of money from a company, they'd be gone. Um, and there'd be some explaining. And there never has been an explanation as to how that Nigerian scandal happened. They said they would release that information after the election, and it it has not happened. So, um, you know, it's just, this is just par for the course for the state. The auditor went on to say that uh, this was an attack on a third-party service provider, and employment security did nothing to cause this and is not responsible in any way for this incident. But ultimately, they are. Ultimately, it is their responsibility to maintain records in a safe and secure manner, and they clearly have not done that. This same company has been used for 13 years, um, and they've been attacked in other countries as well, which resulted in data breaches at the Royal Bank of New Zealand and the Australian Securities and Investment Commission. Uh, Maybe they should consider using a different company. not one that is prone to being breached. Maybe they should take some uh, ownership in maintaining Washingtonians' data. The state has set up a website to go to. It's at the office of the Washington State Auditor. If you think your data may have been breached, you can go go to that website. It'll tell you, uh, give you some ideas of what you can do if you're concerned. Uh, The website address is sao.wa.gov slash breach 2021. But again, it's at the office of the Washington State Auditor. And there's a link at the top of their webpage uh, to go to that as well.
So in more good news for Washington Employment Security, on February 4th, Cairo obtained um, exclusive information from a whistleblower who has quit from Employment Security, a woman named Jennifer Moore. Uh, works there as a customer intake specialist. Uh, she has a background in social work and wanted a job that would let her make a difference in people's lives during a crisis. Additionally, Moore herself had been through the state's unemployment system before and thought her own experience would help her to advise people. But what she found out after she arrived uh, last summer was a system that actively tried not to help people. Imagine that. Have you ever called Employment Security or any other state office and gotten the runaround, gotten all the auto-answering phone menus, sat on hold for, you know, hours trying to get through to somebody just to be hung up on or get somebody that can't do anything for you. Moore stated, even though it's a social insurance program that was set up for when times go bad, it's really, really predicated on denying people. Uh, She eventually quit her job because she felt the department's values did not match her own. And as Cairo says, for the better part of a year, they have been hearing from people waiting months for ESD benefits, including some who are still waiting on funds from last spring. Claimants have reported spending weeks on end calling in without reaching a person or finally getting through only to find that that person they were speaking with could neither answer their question nor connect them with someone who could. At the last count in early January, the backlog had spiked at nearly 40,000 people waiting on unemployment benefits. After that point, the portion of the ESD dashboard that normally lists the queue every week was taken down for maintenance. How interesting. 40,000 people backlog. I mean, this, like I say, this stuff is par for the course for the state. Mismanagement, they don't want to help people. They're in the business of taking tax money, putting people out of business, doing whatever they can to just make life difficult for business owners and not help the people that they should be helping. Inslee, in a press conference, gave his little canned uh, response, promising that the ESD was making changes to chip away at that backlog. The department is using new technology, training new people, building new capacity, and we're going to continue in that effort Blah, blah, vague, blah. No, nothing specific about what's being done, just, uh, yeah, we'll get to it, whatever. Uh, The passage of an unemployment bill by the legislature last week did not ease the concerns of many workers. As workers' rights groups uh, working Washington pointed out, the bill does not require that ESD to pay workers or respond to their inquiries any faster. So, yeah, they're... uh, They're not going to do anything different. It's just going to be the same old, same old. Moore described the ESD as a sort of assembly line with those on specialized phone lines acting as cogs in a giant machine. She and her team started on the main customer service line where they tackled a variety of issues for people, but when they were moved to the lost wages assistance line, they could only certify one yes or no question related to that topic. Despite having the knowledge and previous experience to help with other questions and concerns that came up, management was firm about what the employees could not tell people. To give an example, things like telling a person, you're eligible for pandemic emergency unemployment compensation, I can get that extension going for you, I was told, no, you cannot do that. 
She said management offered her little explanation as to why she and her colleagues were not allowed to help people outside of their designated topic when they clearly had the skills and knowledge to address other problems. In a report to the legislature last month, Employment Security said a 1,000 new people had been hired to help with record number of calls. On the busiest day, that can be as many as 100 calls per second. <laughs> oh, man. However, Moore observed that her time was ironically not used uh, to its potential on the lost wages assistance line. Imagine that. We got maybe one or two calls an hour on that line, so it was very quiet, and we had lots of time we could have used to resolve issues we knew how to resolve, she said. Meanwhile, we were told to tell people to call into the main customer service line that was hanging up on people due to call volume. She said the higher-ups were more concerned over speed of, or actually making a difference rather than making a difference to fix the issues. She was also reprimanded if she took time after a call to record details about a person's claim. I usually would need time between calls to make notes, so there would be good notes for the next person who would be picking up this case, she explained, and I was told, no, you get five seconds in between calls. She and her colleagues were also not supposed to talk to the same claimant twice. So you can see, if you're calling in, you're getting a different person every time. There's no notes about the last time you called in, so you're starting over every single time. You're not getting anywhere. You're just spinning your wheels. She said they weren't really supposed to follow up with people too much or anything. I mean, this is her quoting, I mean, it was very much the attitude of, you're not social workers. And every time I've heard, ever heard that, I said, then what are we? To make things more difficult, just about every week, Moore said rules and procedures for employees changed within the same few months. Moore and her colleagues on the lost wages assistance line were told not to address any other issues, then told that they could talk about certain other issues, then told once again not to stray from the lost wages assistance. Even with the confusion, Moore said there was no extra grace given to claimants. Every week there was a new change, a new hoop to jump through, and the onus was always on the claimant. See, they just run in you in circles like a little rat, and then they change the rules on you every week, so you just can't ever figure it out and can't ever get what they want from you to actually get your benefits. Moore did email her concerns to management, including Susie Levine. Levine did respond to her personally, but Moore found the email to be tone-deaf, treating unemployment benefits as simply an insurance program instead of a legally required government benefit for people going through hard times. It was also coupled with a tone of deflection, she said. I felt that throughout the entire organization, it was never ESD's fault. Always the claimant. Always you. It's your problem. You figure it out. Employees were constantly told to protect the money, and Moore said that this was prioritized over making sure it got out to the people in need. It was giving people the very opposite of the benefit of the doubt. Of course, this is the way state operates. This is the way L&I operates, DOL operates. Uh, it's, it's all about the money, and it's not about helping people. I've had my own personal experiences with L&I when I was a business owner. They are in the business of trying to put you out of business or fine you or figure out something wrong, and DOL operates the exact same way. They're all about their high fees for business licensing and all this other crap they expect. And, uh, you know, this is just 
when are we going to demand better from these state organizations? And a lot of these organizations that could be privatized and ran much better and save them the state hundreds of millions of dollars uh, a year in all their office space and paying their employees to sit around and clearly do nothing. And for a state that claims to be so much about equity and justice, who do you think this affects the most? This ridiculous process that people have to go through affects low income and people of color more than anybody else. So they are making it more difficult for the very people they claim to want to help. And the great thing is now Levine is going to be over the federal sector of this, and so you can expect this same uh, terrible service nationally, not just here in the state of Washington. And I'm sure that it's going to continue just the way it always has here, even with her gone, because that's just the way the state operates. Folks, enough is enough of this garbage. You know, we have been put through the ringer this last year, and this is just a kick in the ass, you know? You need to reach out to your senators and representatives and let them know that this ridiculous service the state provides is going to have to stop. They are going to have to be held accountable. If people need to be fired, they need to be fired and replaced with people who can do the job and care about the job. We are paying, you know, they want to raise our taxes. We're paying all this money to these agencies and they don't, we don't get the benefits we're supposed to get from them. So reach out and email or call and and tell your reps that something has to be done. They need to step up, you know. All this sitting around at the state level and doing nothing has got to come to an end. It's about time they start earning their money. All right, folks. Well, I hope you have a great day and be safe out there. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast I hope you will subscribe to the channel so you can get regular updates. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I hope you will also uh, like it, share it, and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Sprecher. We're on various other podcast platforms. Um, And you can find me on LinkedIn under John Washington. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support.